Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, The Grow Happiness Scoop. I'm Brittany Sanchez. On today's episode, we have Ken Garcia, AVP of Cash Management. Say hi, Ken. Hello, TMS Unicorns and future Surf Bank team members. Hope everyone is having a great day today. Thanks for joining us, Ken. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. In this episode, we're going to talk about all things food. So before we jump in, grab a snack as this one is sure to make you hungry. We'll begin with introducing Ken. Ken, can you share a little bit about yourself and your role here at TMS? Sure, more than happy to. This will probably be the boring part, but let's let's go ahead and get through that <laughs> as well, and then we'll jump into the food. So I'll start with my role here at TMS. Um, as stated, my name is Ken Garcia. I'm the Assistant Vice President of Cash Management. And I oversee cash operations here at TMS, so inclusive of our lockbox, MoneyGram, bill pay vendor, et cetera. So essentially all things to do with loan level servicing monetary transactions. I work closely with accounting and investor reporting as well. And a little bit about myself is I was born and raised on the East Coast, and I started with TMS in January of 2016 at the Meriden office, uh, specifically in collections leadership. I've been here a little over seven years now. And I have over 15 years of leadership experience, mostly standing up and running collections and customer service call centers, and also managing credit approval and reporting operations. So I did go ahead and pursue the cash management side here at TMS about halfway into my tenure, uh, as I have worked in financial institutions for quite some time, and it just seemed like a great opportunity. So through that, I relocated to Arizona to work at our beautiful office here in Phoenix, and I have been here almost two years now. I joined TMS because I saw the different approach they took to corporate leadership and employee engagement. It was really refreshing to see a company that not only had core values, but actually strived to live them. You know, they weren't just things on a wall. So I remember the day after my interview uh, telling myself, if and when I get this role, I need to immediately purchase a pair of Adidas shell tops for my tracksuit because I'm never leaving. (laughs) This is the company I'm going to retire from. And uh, I can tell you, Brittany, to this day, through the evolution of TMS, that feeling is still going strong. I love contributing to the vision and seeing the growth of the company. Absolutely. I agree. I've been with the company for about the same amount of time. And the evolution has been real, but I'm happy to be along for the ride. 100%. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for sharing. Um, So, Ken, let's get into what we're here to talk about. Tell us about your love for food. Have you always considered yourself a foodie? And would you say your passion has grown since your relocation to Phoenix? Sure, sure. Let's jump into the fun part. So I will say, yes, I kind of do feel like I've always been a foodie. Uh, Never really labeled it as that until I guess that word became popular. But (laughs) yeah, that's a new word. It is. It is. It's been really, you know, trending for the last few years. But I'll say, yes, I've always loved food um, and I always will. You know, so I recall the first time that I visited Arizona as I was considering my relocation. I was pleasantly surprised with the food and drink scene out here. I remember the first week going out every day after work and trying a new place and telling myself, well, I sure could live here. (laughs) (laughs) So, might I add, this was in the winter. I had not seen the Arizona sun in full force yet, but still, no regrets. And I continued to visit a few more times after that, and each time there was a list of places to try and explore. So, after relocating here almost two years ago, the list got bigger and bigger and bigger, (laughs) and I found some of my favorite places that I wanted to share with you guys. Well, it sounds like you're the perfect person to tell us about the best places to eat in Phoenix. 
How will you be breaking down your top recommendations for us today? Sure. So I felt the best approach is kind of how uh, OpenTable does it and Google searching and all that, where it's by dollar sign category. So one through four dollar signs for being at the top. And I'm going to try to give uh, three recommendations for every category. And I try to mix up the cuisines as well. So it's not, you know, the same thing, repetitive. And uh, in some cases, I'll give a suggested dish that I really enjoy from the place. Perfect. Who needs open table and Yelp when we have Ken Garcia? <laughs> <laughs> you know it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump into it. Can I take us off with your $1 sign top suggestions? All right, sure. So these are actually kind of like chains, except one of them, uh, chains that we do not have on the East Coast, but I've come to really like and kind of be like go-tos for me here. So for my $1 signs, uh, these are not in any specific order. Uh, okay. The first one I have is gazoots, enchiladas, and soup. And uh, they have a bison enchilada that I love. I had never had an enchilada until I moved here. And uh, now they're one of my go-tos. It's, it's definitely a comfort food. So the bison enchilada is really good. Yeah, I'm surprising you can get a bison enchilada for $1 sign. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Because that is, you know, kind of, you know, rare meat per se. It's not something that you see. You don't see bison that often on the menu. So, again, pleasantly surprised when I saw that there. And it truly is delicious. And it's kind of, you know, like a leaner beef. It's really good. Awesome. So the next one I have is Spinato's Pizzeria and Family Kitchen. Uh, I would say any calzone, you know, their calzone dough is really thin and crispy. So whatever you prefer to have on your pizza, just go ahead and put that in a calzone and you can't go wrong. It really is uh, pretty tasty. Sounds like another great option. Mm -hmm, sure is. And finally, the last one for my $1 sign is actually close to here. It may be teetering on a dollar and a half, but let's just say <laughs> it's uh, it's a little miss barbecue. So uh, I will say my favorite thing from there is the jalapeno grits and brisket. I love brisket. And I would say skip the lean, go right for the fat. If you're having barbecue, you're going to get sleepy anyway. Just go for the good stuff. But the jalapeno grits, um, I, I really do like, you know, I, I come from a background where normally grits are served sweet. So it'll be, you know, with a little bit of cinnamon, allspice, honey, things like that, kind of like oatmeal. So I had never had savory grits. And I said, well, you know, let's go ahead and try them, especially, you know, jalapenos. We're in Arizona. And uh, I loved it. It's not too spicy and it's pretty tasty. So a little Miss Barbecue would be my last one for the $1 sign category. Yeah, that sounds like a pro tip right there. All mm -hmm. right, let's move into your $2 sign selections. Sure. So for $2 signs, I would say Blanco Tequila and Kitchen. And uh, I would recommend from there the Machaca Beef Chimichanga. It's delicious. And also the queso dip. You cannot go wrong with the queso dip. And you could add pretty much any protein that you want to that. I suggest steak. I love beef. And that's always my go-to. And I've actually been to Blanco's. And um, when I was out there visiting my sister, there are shrimp tacos and spicy margaritas delicious i highly recommend as well nice nice yeah it really is it really is one of my favorite places to go to and it's a fun environment it is it is especially the one in phoenix they have multiple locations but the one in downtown phoenix one the area is really nice great for walking or hopping on an electric scooter and kind of just exploring uh, but the inside is really beautiful too so it's a really nice restaurant it is okay what's your next option for number two dollar signs my next one is Ocotillo. So that's O-C-O-T-I-L-L-O. -L -L -O. And I would suggest the wood-fired beef ribs. 
Um, I will say they're very big. You're going to feel like you're in an episode of the Flintstones. <laughs> they are delicious. So don't go there on a first date. Do not go there on a first date and do not go there during lunch. Because again, once you come back, you're going to be sleepy. So <laughs> that's the end of your day there. <laughs> All right. Noted. And for the last one, I would say Saki House. This is one of the uh, newer ones, also in Phoenix. And what I would recommend from Saki House is the Raijin Maki Roll. So it's a uh, bluefin and really, really good. They have a nice selection of uh, of rolls there and just sushi in general. Really fresh, really nice. Good Saki selection as well. Yeah, and that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to $3 signs. All righty. So $3 signs. Here's where we're getting to where you really kind of want to go on dates and romantic and things, special occasions like that. So my number one here is Toca Madera, and that's in Scottsdale. So essentially translates to touch wood. And what I would recommend from here is the seared salmon with hibiscus lime butter. Really delicious. Uh, It is a Mexican place, really high end, and uh, the environment and the vibe is beautiful inside. Um, you know, at in the weekends, they have like fire breathers walking around and like live guitar players also, you know, playing and, and you know, interacting with everyone who's there. I also recommend the shots that are lit on fire. I know this is about food. I'm going to try to stick to that. But if you get a chance and it is not a work event, I strongly suggest you order the shots that they light on fire, specifically the passion fruit one. Really good. Wow, that sounds delicious and like a fun place to go is it hard to get in there i would say depending when yes like if you want to go on a friday night or a saturday night when it's really um high volume of folks there you want to book that early because that does fill up rather quickly during the week not so much but if you want the full-on experience yeah you definitely want to try to go like on a thursday friday or saturday night yeah that sounds like a great time Mm -hmm, sure is what do we have (laughs) coming up next so next I have Francine. Francine is actually within walking distance of Toca and it is French. And I would suggest their bone marrow pasta. They have an amazing brunch as well, but their bone marrow pasta is delicious and also a pretty unique item on a menu. Uh, you know, you do see bone marrow and obviously pasta, but usually you don't see a pasta made with bone marrow. So I, I really did enjoy that. It was the first time I had tried it when I had it there. Yeah, that does sound like a unique option. Mm-hmm. Sure does. And my next one is actually going to be uh, Mora Italian. And uh, they actually, this is a celebrity chef owned restaurant. And uh, he has another one called the Americano in Scottsdale, but specifically this one, that one, I would say it's uh, probably in the $4 range, but the Mora Italian is in the $3 range and uh, definitely a nice place. Also really good vibe, really good drinks. Uh, They have one called Versace on fifth. I would say that that is a delicious drink. If you read the ingredients, you're probably going to be turned off by them because it has odd things, you know, like uh, egg whites and things like that. And it sounds like it's a savory drink, a lot of, you know, jalapeno. So things that sound like they're savory, but it actually really ties together well. And uh, it's really good. So. And they're good? Yeah. Yeah. It really is good. It's one do of my you, favorite drinks. Do you recall who the celebrity chef is? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, let me see. Scott Conant. So okay. he, yeah, he's all over. I mean, he has a lot of shows on usually in Chopped. That's where a lot of people see. Yeah. Him. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Very cool. He actually lives out here too. I haven't had the opportunity to meet him yet. And I've been to his restaurants a couple of times now, but uh, definitely quality food at both. Yeah. Hopefully one day you'll run into him. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm definitely going to take a picture. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, and then we'll have to share on Unicornopolis. Absolutely. All right. What's up next? All right. And here we go into the $4 signs. This is where you really go all out. Um, This is where you're going to splurge. If you're going to propose to somebody, this is probably where you would want to do it because they're just beautiful environments and also uh, just super romantic and and really high end. And in these three places that I'm going to suggest, I'm not going to necessarily say a dish because when I've been there, what I do is I do the tasting menu. So I literally just sit back, let the chef decide what they want me to taste. And usually when you get into this price range, there's always that option. And uh, I, I encourage it because that's really where you're going to try your most unique dishes and things that you probably wouldn't pair together. So let them well, choose for you. That's a great suggestion, Ken. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's how we enjoyed it the most. So I'm going to go with the first one. It's Nobu and uh, Nobu's Japanese. So I would definitely, again, say the omakase tasting menu. Then I have Quiescence, which Quiescence is actually close to the office here. And uh, they actually have their own farm on premise. And a lot of the things that they have on the menu, they grow there on the farm. So it's, you know, about farm to table. And it's just really nice, really unique, a lot of small dishes. And again, the five course tasting menu, that's what I would suggest there. That's really neat. And then, you know, everything you're getting is fresh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they tell you, you know, they tell you this was picked, you know, two days ago, and this is how we processed it for this and that. So it's really interactive, really enjoyable, especially if you're again into food. I loved, you know, talking about it. Tell me everything about what I'm eating because I'm interested. That's really neat. Mm Mm-hmm. And lastly, we have Cell. So S-E-L, that is in Scottsdale. And uh, it's just, again, a really nice uh, restaurant inside, awesome martinis. And I would once more suggest a five-course tasting menu. Yeah, and those are all really great suggestions. Um, Ken, thank you so much for joining me today. Is there anything else you'd like to add on today's episode? Yeah, thank you for having me, Brittany. I really enjoyed this. And I hope everyone who uh, hears it also does. And I'll just say, um, yeah, you know, the choices here in the Valley are abundant, to say the least. So I had too many to list here. But if you ever want a recommendation, don't hesitate to reach out on Teams. I'm always happy to talk about food. And uh, I really hope that this was enjoyable for everyone. Thank you, Ken. I know when I come to visit the area, I will definitely reach out. And I'm sure other team members will as well. Um, We hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Stay tuned and check out Unicornopolis for exciting updates. If you're interested in sharing a topic or joining a future episode, submit a comment and task 542439. Until our next episode, let's continue to GSD and grow happiness. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Bye, everyone.